Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soulful Sages podcast. My name is Kelly. And I'm Raquel. And we are the Soulful Sages. We are so excited to be here. This has been quite the journey for us. We want to welcome any new listeners who might be joining us. Welcome, welcome. We are so happy to have you. And a very special thank you to anybody who may be joining us from our previous project. Um, As many of you might know, we recently came from another podcast, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get on into this episode. But here we are, the two of us, your Soulful Sages. So what can you expect from the Soulful Sages? That's exactly what we want to talk with you about today, is what you can expect from us and a little bit about what we hope to get from you. Because for us, this is a relationship and we want to offer you something and be able to help you and add value to your lives. So in order to do that, we're going to need a little input from you along the way. We wanted to start and talk a little bit about um, who we are. We are certified Dharma spiritual life coaches and besties who are going to be chatting and sharing with you our wisdom, our stories, and our perspectives with the purpose of educating, inspiring, and maybe even entertaining a little bit along the way. So how did we come up with this name? Raquel, can we talk about this? Let's tell everybody, because if you know, our other podcast was the Soul Flow podcast. And I know you and I, when we were thinking about doing our own project, we're thinking, okay, we need to come up with a really good name, right? Um, And we were a little hesitant about being a little too close to the old name, perhaps, but we landed on Soulful Sages. Raquel, how'd we do this? Well, it's hard to get away from the word soul, right? We are soul purpose coaches. Um, It's what we, it's what drives us. It's what brings us life. It's what brings us purpose every day. It's what really inspires us. We want to connect to that deeper knowing, that deeper purpose of being here. And Mm. with, um, with being in the Dharma Coaching Institute and going through all of the things and all of the tests and all of the learning, um, scenarios that we went through, one of them was an archetype quiz that we took. And, um, it was one of the things that Kelly and I had in common. We both classified as sages, meaning that we are, knowledge, our wisdom comes from a place that's way deeper than ourselves. Our inspiration comes from connecting with nature and doing all of those things that are inherent to us as humans because we are part of nature, not so much, you know, disconnecting like the modern world has gotten, right? It's gotten Mm -hmm. so disconnected. It's gotten, everything's gotten separated. And I feel like I'm rambling at this point, but I love that name. And I feel like it really represents us. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And for me, it was like, like you said, first of all, obviously the the archetype with the sage, right? Being that sort of wise woman, we'll we'll gender it that way because we're both women. (laughs) Um, That wise woman of the tribe, of the community, right? Mm -hmm. The elder, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. So sage really resonated for both of us on that level. And then soulful, well, like Raquel, like you said, part of it, that's kind of our business, Mm -hmm. right? We're here to help people um, on this soul journey that we've all come to earth to take. 
But it's also for me, as our theme song sort of indicates, it's about life and having like this energy to it, right? And understanding that it's all of it. It's mm-hmm. all the good, the bad, the ugly, the messy, the beautiful, the neat, the pretty, ugh, everything, all of it. And that's what really our souls are here to experience. So soulful, yes, like in doing life with a purpose and, and, and energy. So yeah, we are the Soulful Sages. Yes. And it fits and it feels right. And we love it. Yes. Yes. And I we think, hope everybody else loves it as much as we do. Yes, we would love our little constructive feedback on it. Um, but I think it's also about, it's that feeling like when you're just, you know, going about your day and you're in that flow state and you can't help but whistle. And life is good. Life is full of ups and downs and waves and dark moments and light moments, but life is good. And we can enjoy it more and more. And we, in our journey, we have learned things. We have, mm, the word I'm looking for is uh, fine-tuned practices. mastered. Exactly. Um, Mastered, fine-tuned, little techniques, little learning situations that we would love to share, to share with whoever's willing to hear. We don't really have a, a, a specific goal. We just know that we need to share this information and it's part of our goal and it's going to unlock the next part of our goals too. So it's so exciting to be here and to be starting this phase two of, of the project as well. Um, getting more focused, more honed in, more certain of our goals and of things, everything that we want to achieve and the people that we want to touch, the hearts that we want to touch. That is the most important thing. 100%. I agree. Beautifully said. Absolutely. So, okay. Listeners, we know again, if some of you have are joining us or coming with us, Um, You may have heard a little bit about us in our previous Soul Flow episodes where each of us had the opportunity to be in the hot seat and answer some questions. But Raquel and I wanted to take our time today to introduce ourselves to you in maybe a little less formal way. Just things about us, who we are as people, how you can really get to know us. Um, So Raquel, do you want to go first? Sure. How would you describe yourself to our listeners? Maybe three, three ways, three words. I think the best way to describe myself in three words would be sassy. Okay. What's something that's important to you? What's something that you value? Friends, loyalty. Mm. I think above all, all else is loyalty is highly important for me. You know, um, I think I relate to loyalty like people relate to family. Does that make sense? Like, um, or at least how Latin people relate to family, if you will. Family is everything. Family, you know, um, it's all you have. It's, it's the base of it all because of my history of having believed that and losing that. I, um, I have translated that into loyalty. So that loyalty goes everywhere. It, It, can be translated to everything in my life, um, from friends to coworkers to even the loyalty to myself, right? To uh, I almost connect it a little bit with the discipline, you know, the the 
it's it's a, an act of loyalty to myself if I am able to stay disciplined on my self care and um, my studies. You know, all the things that that I want to do because I know I want to reach these goals. These are things that um, this is something that helps me in that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I have a very fertile mind, so typically what comes out of my mind is the most outrageous thing possible, or at least close to that. And I have fun. I like it. You know, like I like seeing other people's reactions. I like seeing what comes up, you know, before when I was younger, I used to be really scared of how people would react to those. Um, so I would end up, let's say holding back or masking or seeing it just kind of in like without confidence, without, uh, being sure of myself. And one day, I guess I said, fuck it, you know? And I think it came a little bit with this, like, as I opened my throat chakra, um, everything just started pouring out and it would pour out so fast. It, there was no time for me to be like, <sighs> you know, it was, it became just, yeah. fuck it. It's out. It's going to be what it's going to be. And going through those experiences are, it's interesting because you are always surprised by how people are going to react. And it's usually a surprise in the good way because you don't expect them. Like for me, I always end up expecting that they're going to react in the worst, worst Mm. way possible. And that's not always true, you know? So it's a a part of kind of testing boundaries as well, if you will, in a way, you know, just pushing to see where I fit, pushing to see where, you know, that's how you learn. Like that's, I see my little robot, right? Like my little robot vacuum just going around the house and it has LIDAR and wherever that, like the LIDAR rate laser or whatever has to go until it reaches a wall or until it reaches something. And that's where it knows it needs to stop. That's what we do as humans too, right? We go until we stop. (laughs) Some of us do. Well, that's my, my, my theory, my, um, motto, you know, that's, that's how I like to live my life. How else am I supposed to be doing? Like, scared, like, oh, I don't know if it's good. That, that's going to take me nowhere. It's going to, I love that about you. Thank you. Not everyone does. <laughs> uh, no, but I do. Cause I appreciate it because it does help balance my sometimes often very rigid, uh, path. I don't know, maybe not path, but I'm thinking of like, I'm the vacuum, right? I'm, I'm like looking for the wall. Like, where's the wall? No, I don't want to hit the wall. And you're just like, let's just keep going until we hit a wall. Um, so I think that's great. And I think that that loops right back to what you said about yourself in the beginning. You want to have fun. You're here to have fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Life is too short to be boring. You know, I agree. Life is too beautiful to be boring. You know, look at the world around you. Do you think that this reality was created for us to just be boring? Why do we see so many colors? Why do we feel so many things? Why do we hear so many sounds? Why do we feel so many sensations when we move our body? We're supposed to feel these things. Why do we feel different things when we meet different people, when we connect with different people? This is why we're here. It's supposed to be fun. If it wasn't supposed to be beautiful, why would a tree be so beautiful or a flower? Or Nature is our biggest teacher. And I think we're doing a huge disservice to ourselves if we're not like them, you know? 
You don't see birds like going to work and being all serious and like, let me get my briefcase. And like, no, they're having fun and they're singing and, you know. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I love nature. Yeah, I do. And I think it's great. Um, I think it's great. And that's, that I think exactly sums up the, the energy and the thought processes that you will bring to the show. hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to doing. What about you, Kelly? So the top three values for me, um, number one, I'm sure people are going to be tired of hearing this from my mouth by the time I finish my journey here is authenticity, learning to be myself and being myself. And then presenting my whole self to everyone. Mm. Like I have this idea that I try to live up to, which is not always easy, but I try. And that is what you see is what you get, right? I want somebody who's listening to this podcast, if they are to meet me in real life to go, oh, wow, you're just like on here on the show. You're exactly like I imagined. That's what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. I don't want people, oh, you're nothing like I thought that because to, to me, that means that I'm not being authentic. There's something that's not being conveyed as clearly as I want it to be. So number one for me is definitely authenticity. The second one, very close second, if I had to rank them, uh, is integrity. Mm. Integrity. And it goes along a little bit with authenticity um, in that I am not here to sell myself as an expert. I am not here to tell people what to do. I am here to live my life the way I best know how to do that. And then if I can share my life with other people. And so maybe they can resonate and relate and think, oh, that she could do that. I could do that. Right. Or whatever the case may be. Right. So for me, that's about integrity, not being a hypocrite showing people who I am and being true to my word. Now, that brings me to the third thing that I value most, and that is being human, which encompasses so much. But for me, being human is the daily reminder that I am not perfect, and I do not need to be perfect, and I do not have to have all of the answers. I do not have to know everything as much as I may want to, And that is part of who I am. I love to learn new things and and try to learn as much as possible about a subject if I'm really into it. Um, And at the same time, while I'm doing all of that, I am human. So I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to fuck up. But for me, that goes back to being a person of integrity and owning my fuck ups and learning from them. So that's really what I hope the audience is going to get from me throughout the, our time together on the soulful stages, because that's it. I love to make people think I love when other people make me think. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm excited for some of our conversations that we're going to have. Yeah. Um, this is going to be good because, um, I really like, I'm an intellectual person. So intellect, intellectual stimulation, uh, it really kind of does something for me. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm a little geeky that way. A little geeky that way. I love you that way. <laughs> oh, thanks. <sighs> I love how so. We, yeah, that's um, that's it. I love how we complement each other so well. You know, um, you 
you are that very like intellectual person. Um, I love to, um, I love to hear you speak. I think the, the way they use words and, um, especially for me, having English be my second language, it's hard sometimes because I want to use a certain word and I don't exactly have it. Or, you know, sometimes translating doesn't work. It's uh, it's hard. And especially being here so long now as well, but still having Portuguese be my, my first language, mm-hmm. it gets to a point that it's a little confusing. Like, my brain doesn't know what language it wants to think in anymore. Like, sometimes it's thinking in Portuguese, sometimes it's thinking in English. God forbid I throw in Spanish in there, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I go to uh, Mexico with my Brazilian friends and my American fiance, it's always like, it's a, it's a, it's crazy anyways, but it's like the UN meeting. Yes. It's like Olympics for my brain. (laughs) Yes. There you go. (laughs) Just trying to see how hard it can work. Um, but I do love how, how you use that intellectuality and is that a word? Intelligence intelligence there you go see what i mean is that what you work? I think so. I, hey i got you girl i got you that's why we get together so well and i mean i i like to think more of this experience experiential um yes sense of things right like what would a person that hasn't ever been exposed to this what would they think what would they how would they react how would they perceive it how would they learn from it all of these things are so important to me i like to go back to the root really like to the basis of the human form regardless of where you came from whether you're american brazilian european asian any ethnicity that you may be any background any culture that you may be you're still a human at the end of the day, we come down to no matter what race, no matter what ethnicity, what no matter what social status, we're humans. And we have been humans for a long, long, long time, right? So what would this have been like if we were 2,000 years ago, if we didn't have the technology that we have now, you know? One of the things, yeah. for example, um, that's very hard for me is... TV and the media and all of these things, because I didn't actually grow up with a lot of it. I spent a lot of time outside. I spent a lot of time doing things. I didn't spend a lot of time growing up watching TV. And if I did, it was pre-recorded movies, Mm. either in English that I didn't speak at the time or half in Portuguese. You know what I mean? Like, remember when they used to record on VHS and my mom would start it like five minutes into the movie. So I never really saw the beginning of the movie kind of situation yes i'm dating myself now um so it's hard for me it's hard for me to understand how we're supposed to digest all of this information especially when we're talking about all of these subjects that are so powerful in today's society and so important like whether it be the discrimination that we experience in so many different parts of life nowadays or wars that are going on, you know, in other continents, but they feel as real as if they were going on in our backyard. What mm-hmm. is that doing to us? You know, I like, that's how I like to use my perspective. What is that way of that modern living? What is that doing to our bodies now? We digest everything that we intake, whether it be social media, talking to someone, everything that we read, everything that we 
experience in our day, we are going to digest it just like we would food. Yeah. And yeah. you top on top of that, the food that's not that great nowadays and oh, all of the... Don't get me started. <laughs> I'm going to get you started real soon. <laughs> <laughs> You, episodes you, yes you put all of this together and i can't help but to want to do something different and right now this is the the medium that we found and you want to make a change yes 100 mm -hmm. and i agree with you there's so much and you just i mean you started talking about it and i was like oh i wonder how deep she's gonna go with this right now because <laughs> this this is deep mm -hmm. like we could go real deep yeah. down the rabbit hole of that So we'll have to keep that in mind for some future episodes. There's yeah. lots of potential topics Stay there tuned. for sure. <laughs> if you're interested. Yes, absolutely. But I want to go back to what you said before, mm -hmm. and that is you said you really love how we complement each other. And I, I would like to address that as well. We really do. And so um, I think that's going to really be able to be highlighted with the Soulful Sages. And we're going to be able to bring that to, to the masses. Um, Interestingly, we have a list of like <laughs> at least a dozen different things that you and I have in common. Well, it got ridiculous. Which, <laughs> and, and before we, we expound on this list a little bit for our listeners, let me just preface this by saying Raquel and I still have not met each other mm -hmm. in real life. Yeah. We have not met person to person yet. All of our communication has been through technology. Um, And still, there's just so many similarities. And when you, when you think about how we ended up together and why we're here, it's like, whew, it's almost, it's almost eerie. Yeah, because you can tell that it was meant to happen. You can tell, like, yeah. it's almost like, like a pin, right? Like when it's clicking, 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 it drops. And it feels like you can tell. It, it moves everything different. And it activates a part of each other that is completely different. I have been activated by you in a way that I haven't been activated by anyone in my entire life. And I think I can say the same for you. We do yes. push each other in the little areas where we need to be pushed. We support each other in the little areas where we need to be supported. And it's, it's a soul connection. It's, it's not even a question. So do you want to tell some of our, our listeners some of the things that we have in common? Sure. Well, I think the Let's most... See if they would think these... Go ahead. I think the most obvious is the authenticity, you know, slash brutal honesty, lack of filter, no interest in the filter, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> I'm sure All we could buy a filter at this point, but do we want to? <laughs> no. No. Um, I love that one. I think that was the first one that we connected. And then I think shortly thereafter in like Instagram DMs or something, we, we kind of, a couple of like societal things came to the surface. So it's like, okay, let's see where we line up on this. And as it turns out, we both have so much disdain <laughs> for the systems in our country. In the world. It's just, <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the human so much, systems right? have been perverted to the max. In What every... an amazing word. I like it, right? Perverted. It's, yeah. it's bad. 
It's very bad. Yeah, in it's every way, like you said. In every way. And it all comes down. I don't care how many layers is in between the perversion. The base is money and control and power. Yeah. And that's that's got to end. Yeah. Well, we'll have to talk about that over the course of some episodes mm-hmm. for sure. Mm. Yeah. What else we got on our list? Hmm. I would say um, calculated risk taking. <laughs> yes. Mine are way more calculated, I think. <laughs> I mean, I struggle with upgrading a phone. Okay. You guys don't understand the struggle. <laughs> but that is true. We both are willing to take risks. Yes. Right? Yes. And it's that compliment again, right? Where I'm a little bit more leaping. You're a little bit more calculated. And together we can come to a really nice point in the middle where it comes out just at the right time. Like this decision. I would agree. I would agree. agree. Yeah. Yeah. This decision. Um, Okay. Here's the most bizarre thing. Okay. Are you going to think it's the most bizarre? I think I know what you're talking about. It is the most bizarre. (laughs) You tell him, you tell him. Okay. Okay. I, um, I was born missing a tooth. So I have a congenitally missing tooth right here on my right side on top. And I work in dentistry 18 years, right? So I'm always looking at people's smiles and it's hard to tell because I only see her on camera. It's hard to tell. I'm like, I don't know if that's her right or that's her left. I don't know. But I'm like, Kelly, are you missing a tooth there in the front? And she's like, I am. And I'm like, we're born without it. Or did you lose it? And she's like, I was born without it. And I'm like, is it on your right side or on your left side? And she's like, it's on my right side. And I'm like, okay, I give up. This is actually kind of a rare thing. It's more common for people to be missing both, one on each side, but one, missing just one on one side is actually a pretty rare thing. And of course, for whatever reason, fate would have it that her and I are missing the exact same tooth. Yeah. We're not related or anything. No. Nope. <laughs> like, what the hell? No. Nope. Right? Like, what are the chances? I think that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I agree. I Might agree. be TMI for some of y'all, but you know. <laughs> hey, that's what we're about. We're keeping it real. If you don't like TMI, you might be at the wrong podcast. podcast. <laughs> we love you though. Very true. Stay for as long as you like. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah, we both we both tend to have. Uh, I'll I'll admit it because, like I said, I, I own my fuck ups, and this isn't really a fuck up. It's just a character trait. Okay. Um. Control issues. We both like to control things. Yeah, we do a little bit. No. I've gotten much better. (laughs) I've gotten much better. But there are still times where I have to practice it and let it go and work through it. And it, no doubt. Absolutely. But yeah, that's one of the things we have in common. Even to get into the point of letting go of the expectations. Because that can be very. Because that's just trying to control the outcome. Exactly. I know. I know. But I think what that, that brings it to the next thing that we have in common, which mm-hmm. is the opposite of the control, which is having an open mind and being open. And I think that that's probably one of the most important traits for anyone to have is be open. Let, like I said, let go of the control, let go of the expectations and just be open to see the situation as it is. If you're not expecting a certain outcome, you can't mm-hmm. be disappointed. You know, you can see what comes and adjust from there and you'll be happier. It'll be easier. You'll be less stressed, less tired, less everything. Yes. It's just, it's more yes. 
flowy. It's more um, congruent. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Great mm. word. Another great word. Look at me. You're inspiring me today, You are Kelly. on fire. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I would agree. Um, open-mindedness is very, it's very important for me. And I do think, um, personally speaking, that's one of my superpowers because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm often able to see situations from multiple perspectives. So someone will come in and be like, well, did you know blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, yeah. And I kind of see the other person's point of view as well. Mm-hmm. Like I can see them both and I tend to then, um, operate from that vantage point. So open-mindedness for sure. Definitely yes. something we have. Yes. What else? And also I think we are both committed and because we've, we've already done some of this on our own before we even met each other mm-hmm. and having known you now for six months, I already, I still know that this is in fact the case. We're committed to our soul's evolution. Mm-hmm. We are committed to doing the work like being honest with ourselves and looking at where we can be better humans Mm -hmm. and why we react the way we react in certain situations. Um, the programming that's come with that and how to break those and change that. Um, which brings us to the next thing we have in common is we're both cycle breakers. Yeah. Right. It's part of doing the work. We do the work so that we break the cycles. Yeah. And I think part of that comes also with accepting the journey that your soul came here to take. So accepting mm-hmm. that, hey, if this is being presented before me right now, even if I may not like it, which a lot of times happens in our lives, you know, we don't like what's coming up. But if we understand and if we take into consideration that we have agreed to this beforehand, mm-hmm. we have agreed to the whole thing, the whole package I think that it gives me motivation to push through and to endure whatever pain comes with it, whatever growth, because it's uncomfortable. Whatever comes, it gives me that motivation to endure because I know that this is part of my soul's purpose. I know that this is part of my growth. I know that that's why I came here. I know that that's not, it's not just happening to me just for the, the heck of it, just because, oh, what, what have I done you know, bad in my life that for this to be happening to me, oh, poor me, I'm not a victim. I came right. here to do this. I came here yes. to go through all of these things, whether it be bad or good. And I have to trust that it's the exact lesson that I need to learn. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. And it's not always easy, mm. but I agree with you. That's definitely something I think we're going to be um, trying to really help people with mm-hmm. through this podcast. Um, and doing so by sharing what we've been through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And sharing also the work that we had to do mm-hmm. to get through the things that we have been through. Show, you know, the, the good, the bad, the dirty, the ugly, the, the whole spectrum of what we had to go through to do this. To show other people that may be thinking, may be feeling inadequate and they may be feeling like... This is not how it's supposed to go. It's supposed to be easier than this. It's supposed to be like this. It's supposed to be like that. I thought that way. Mm-hmm. And it's it's only holding you back. That thought process is only holding you back. You can yep. get so much further if you just lean in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And one of the other things, um, and maybe, oh, we are the oldest children in our families. Oh, yeah. So we're both the oldest. Mm-hmm. 
that that definitely plays a role. Yeah. Plays a role. It sure does. And um, you know what? What I will add to that that I just realized mm-hmm. now is that I'm actually I'm both. I'm the eldest child of my mother. Okay. And I'm the middle child of my dad. Oh, interesting. Right? I just realized that. Because that my, might make a great episode topic. Yeah. My dad had four, they're four older than I am and three younger. Oh, wow. So I'm literally in the middle. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess in some aspect of our families, we're both the oldest. Yeah. I mean, that's the most <laughs> of my life I lived as the oldest, right? That That's where the gotcha. most of my characteristics come from, like in taking leadership and just doing things and feeling responsible for everything yes, and everyone, yes. um, feeling responsible for my parents, feeling responsible, you know, for all the things that do I really need to be responsible for those, you know, kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, the cycle breakers thing, I don't even know how I didn't see it before. I'm so different than my family. I'm so different than them and all of them. And I spent decades trying to mold myself down to them, trying to make me look mm. like them, you know, trying to act like them, trying to think like them. And not a lot made sense to me. You know, I really feel like I was always a um, meant to be on a separate path. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to share with our audience, um, and you can add anything else you want to, but for me mm-hmm. is, um, in terms of our commonalities, is we share three of the same astrological placements. Mm-hmm. Our rising sign, our descendant sign, and our midheaven are all the same. I'm sure that so, explains a lot of our commonalities. <laughs> a little bit, and almost how we're here doing this project together. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I just thought sure. of one. We both um, grew up in very religious backgrounds as well and came up yes. in that kind of environment and decided to let it all, leave it all behind, you know, and yes. kind of follow our own path mm-hmm. without other people's, mm-hmm. you know, influence. I'd much rather mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah, me too. So is that it? Is that anything else? I think that's a lot. Hmm. I guess we were both born in the Northeast. I was born in New Jersey. You were born in Connecticut. That's true. That's very true. We definitely have that going on. That yeah. was brought up in the last uh, Soul Flow episode, actually. Was that commonality? Mm-hmm. How we both have sort of that East Coast vibe yeah. to us, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't been to the East Coast... Um, I would suggest don't go around New York asking for directions because you might not get very far. They might send you the complete different opposite way. (laughs) New Yorkers, and I feel like the Northeast in general, they're just more straight to the point. They have a plan and they're going to stick to it and they're not really worried about the rest. And they just want to get there. Yeah. Most of us, you know, and I've noticed that even when I've traveled outside of New England, right? Um, there's a, it's a different culture. It mm-hmm. really is. Like, it's the same country, different culture. I, I could even say that within my, my tiny little state, it's still a different culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's natural. But for sure, up here in New England, we're like, I got somewhere to be. Let me get where I need to go. Do what I need to do. And be done with it. Yeah. 
right? you bump into them yeah. in the street and they don't even want you to say sorry. It's like, why no, are you like, apologizing? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a different way of life and it works. It's it efficient. It does. It works for me. I mean, it's worked for me for 46 years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. Yeah. In a nutshell. We're so happy to be here and to be doing this. Um, And we really are thankful for all of you that are here supporting us and learning more and more about us and joining us in this journey to make a difference and to show how you can make a difference by just being human. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to try hard. You don't have to be anything. You can just be yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pretend to be anybody. Mm-hmm. No, nope. just be yourself. The way yeah. you are deep down, not the way, like the way you are right now might be programming and trauma and all of these things just layered on top of who you really are deep down. If you connect to that essence and you are able to bring it out, the it's like the world changes color somehow. I'm not really sure how, but it does. It Everything changes. It's like you do like a paradigm shift, you know, like you jump realities or something. It's really incredible. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of jumping realities, um, we did promise our listeners at the beginning that we would give them a little bit of insight into uh, our soul flow departure. Oh, they want the tea. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See? But... <laughs> I would just like to say, um, for those of, of you who may have tuned into our last episode with Soul Flow, and you kind of got the story of what was going on, I'm not here to speak about specifically what that experience was like as a group. Um, the only perspective that I am ever able to share is mine. And so um, I would like to offer our listeners my perspective and my reasoning for deciding to leave the soul flow podcast. Um, we were part of the original group and we worked with the, the other ladies for several months and throughout the course of our working relationship, as we mentioned in that last episode, Raquel and I grew closer together and a lot of things that were happening in the day to day workings of that project for me personally were mirrors that kept popping up. It was like I was walking down this hallway and every few feet, this new mirror would pop up and say, Oh, are we going to take a look at that now? Um, because it was, I noticed that I was repeating a lot of the same patterns, Mm -hmm. right? I've been in my day job, we'll call it for 23 years and it plateaued several years ago. And I kept thinking, no, I I can go further. I can, I can reach up. I can do this. I can do this. And I tried and it was never happening. And I found myself with the other podcast falling into some of those same patterns of sacrificing my time, my energy, and, and, um, blurring my boundaries Mm. that I had set with myself. And so it was really like it got to a point when things really started taking off that I recognized, oh, wait a minute, I'm doing all of these things again. 
what, what, Kelly, what are you doing? Like, this is what you have just spent your whole day job career essentially doing and not being pleased with the outcome. Why would you do the same things in this new environment and expect a different outcome? Mm -hmm. Right? So it really was a personal decision for me. And that was to honor myself and to recognize that, wait a minute, you, you said to yourself months ago, that you were going to honor your time, your energy, and your boundaries. And here you are not really doing that and allowing those things to be jeopardized and to be pushed and um, stretched. And so I just sat with it and I meditated on it and I journaled about it and I thought about it really hard because there was a lot there. Mm -hmm. There were fears that were coming up in my head of, oh, if I leave this project now and it's only been not even six months. What are people going to think? Well, I'm a quitter. Like I give up like, oh, I just left them high and dry or whatever the story might be that someone might create. Um, those stories started playing in my own head. Talk about programming, right? Mm. Those stories started playing in my own head and I had to do the work to sit down and address them and look in the mirror and say, you know what? This isn't about anything else. This is about you stepping into your next chapter and becoming the next version of yourself that you are here to be. And it's nothing personal mm -hmm. about these other people because they're necessary as well. And I needed them, but it got to that point that crossroads where it was, okay, now I need to decide, am I going this way? And perhaps even by myself, if I go that way, or am I going to stay where I am and see where that road takes me? But truthfully, I knew deep down where that road was going to take me. I've been on that road before. Mm -hmm. So I made the decision for myself to take the, the path less traveled. Yeah. What about you? I think for me, it comes down to kind of like you said, you know, the little mirrors that keep popping up because you're really these reactions that we end up having. They're just reflections of ourselves, you know, and I think mm -hmm. that that's kind of what I what I hear when you say um, mirrors and the more we worked together and of course there were things that I appreciated about the personality of each person but for me um, coming from a place where I am kind of burnt out of from working with so many people all of the time handling different personalities and working styles because it's so many people I end up matching the energy to avoid burnout, to avoid my own mm. burnout, because that's something that I've experienced a lot of times and not long ago. Right. So that's kind of where my boundary is a little bit firm is I'm not going to let it go to burnout. But at the same time, I'm now coming to an end of an 18 year old long career where I like what I did. I like what I do, but I wasn't really happy. I wasn't growing anymore. I needed more. And I wanted to, I didn't want to continue matching energy. I didn't want to continue just doing what I was told or any of that. I wanted to put my energy forward. I wanted to let my energy shine and my creativity shine and be able to profit myself from that as opposed to someone else profiting from my own energy. And the part where the energy matching comes in, in a, a way that doesn't really help me that much is because if the energy isn't the same energy that I want to put out, I'm lowering my energy to meet that. And that doesn't feel 
cohesive. That doesn't feel like I'm being integral with myself. I'm not having integrity. I have not been authentic to myself because I'm not doing all of the things that I think I should be doing or that I would like to be doing because I don't want to be worked or overworked or burnt out more than others. And that was where it was getting a little, it was bringing up resentment and these things that I I want to be done with and that I'm moving forward to be done with. And of course, like you said, you know, I had to sit with that as well and deal with that as well. There are definitely parts of my upbringing and um, programming that are still there that I still need to look at. But it became so obvious to me when, to me, it wasn't like I always had to match the energy. It wasn't like I never saw myself really like working the way that I wanted to work. It was kind of like I saw myself working the way I wanted to work and being fired up and yes, let's go and not even caring that I was tired or burnt out from the day at work or anything. But I felt that ease of work, working with you and things just started changing to where it became heavier and almost like I had a big weight behind me that I was trying to drag. And the, this phase of my life is more about me and about shining my light and about developing my gifts. Because truly, I haven't, I've spent a lot of time on myself and working on, of, on breaking these cycles and breaking these patterns inside of me. But You'll notice that when I when I go to talk about myself, I kind of get stuck a little bit because it's hard. I'm usually outward. I'm usually helping everybody else. I'm usually looking at things from everybody else's perspective. And that's that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to use my perspective. So I need to focus on my perspective. I need to focus on my energy and how this energy is germinating inside of me and growing slowly and being fueled by, you know, the, my, the sun energy and the moon energy and the seasons, everything that's going on day by day in this, that's where I'm finding my magic sauce. That's why I wanted, that's why it came to me at such a, as such a clear vision that you and I should take this first, not the word isn't take this for ourselves, but do this ourselves. Take this journey yeah. together in a more controlled way, in a more intimate way. Um, we want you to get to know us so well that you know how we think, that you can really use our perspectives and our experience to help you in our lives. We want to bring our mentors on here and introduce them to you and explain to you listeners, how they've helped us and how they've inspired us and how you can find someone that can help you as well, or maybe they can help you. And this is going to be a beautiful journey and we can't wait to take you with us. Yes. Beautifully said. Thank you, Raquel. Thank you so much. And I agree. And just also you hinted there at the end, uh, how we're going to have our mentors on and such. I would, I will tease that to the, to the audience. Yes. 
we are planning on bringing on some guests. So, and it'll be a little bit easier now that there's only two hosts, fewer voices for you to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very excited about that too. Yes. Yeah. Get ready to meet some amazing people. Absolutely. Okay. Before we say goodbye, because I feel like we've been chatting for a while already. <laughs> um, this <laughs> is a segment of our show that we would like to continue as a regular feature called Soulful Sparks. So at the end of our program, uh, one or both of us, whoever's feeling something, can share. If we have a guest, that guest will share um, a, a portion of the conversation that really struck them, that really like lit up their soul in some way, made them feel alive or recognized or anything that tickled your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually happen to have one for this episode. I don't know if you have something you wanted to share, Raquel. What? It's okay. I got you. <laughs> I got you. You just said it, and I thought it was really beautiful. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I love the way she just said that. And I'm really going to take it to heart and think about that. You were talking about your energy and it germinating mm-hmm. in a place. And I love that image of the energy just being buried within me. And it's been growing and developing and germinating and getting its strength and its power. Mm-hmm. And I can feel it starting to poke up through the soil and, and become its own living entity, mm-hmm. um, which, as you said, is going to help me find the magic sauce. So thank you for that image. I, I loved that. I really did. We know I love images. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in today. We really hope that you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to so many more to come. If you would like to uh, connect with us further, we you can find us on Instagram. Our handles are on the screen. Um, I am Dot Delua. And for Kelly, you can find her at... Solvolution underscore coaching. All right. And, and of course, don't forget... You can find the podcast on Instagram as well. Yes, the Soulful Sages podcast. We will have the link in the show notes below. We want to know what you think. So please do like, follow, subscribe, leave us a comment. Tell us what you think. DM us. Let us know what you'd like to hear about anything. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.